Good morning, Contrarians. Friday morning, 6.30 a.m., and stock futures are flat this morning. Really, absolutely nothing doing. But yesterday was a major, a day of major gains. The NASDAQ led the major indexes and was up almost 2% on the day. S&P 500 and NASDAQ are now on track for their second straight winning week. And it's noteworthy that semiconductors outperformed even the regular NASDAQ this week. This apparently as investors are rediscovering their appetite for riskier assets. But there is no movement at all, as I mentioned, in U.S. indexes. The same is true in Europe and much of Asia, although some stock market stock markets in China and Hong Kong are down quite a bit. The Hang Seng Index in Hong Kong is off more than 2%. Nothing noteworthy to report in commodities movement other than nickel being down 6%, which is actually pretty um, mild comparing compared to some of the other moves we've seen in nickel. WTI crude is down less than 1% to trade around $111.50 a barrel. News this morning that the European Union signed a gas deal with the U.S. as it seeks to cut its reliance on Russian imports, of course, and that may help things a little bit. Bonds are seeing a little bit of selling. We have the yield on the two-year down four basis points to trade around 2.16, and the 10-year down two basis points to 2.37. Cryptos are seeing some bids with Bitcoin up almost 3% to move past 44,000. So after weeks of volatility and at times pretty violent selling uh, this over the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it looks like a period of calm has descended on markets. And that, but the question is how, how long that will persist for. Uh, more on this in the bottom line. For today, there is absolutely nothing on the, well, just about nothing on, on the calendar. The uh, pending home sales is the one thing that, that, uh, is worth mentioning at all. It's out at 10 o'clock. Uh, we've talked about real estate quite a bit. And this is basically just another data point for economists and for real estate junkies. Um, for what it's worth, economists expect the figure of the pending home sales to have increased 1% month over month in February. That's after a decline of 5.7% in January. So we had earlier this week new home sales that came in short of expectations. Mortgage rates are going up, so it stands to reason that these, this appetite for home purchases may start to decline a little bit, which would then have an impact on the U.S. economy. Um, it usually does. We also we do have the University of Michigan updating its consumer sentiment reading for March, but this is less of a big deal than the preliminary figure that was out uh, two weeks ago. Um, a bunch of Fed speakers on tap again today, but that's been true every day this week, and, and the markets seem to have stopped paying attention after Powell's comments on Monday. The bottom line. Whatever concerns there might have been about supply chains due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine are now fading, or have faded, actually. Indeed, Russia-Ukraine is kind of almost a tired news story for investors now. They've moved on, or at least for now. But watch this space, because um, yesterday, the panel that I discussed with Carl Weinberg, uh, he spoke about second-order effects of the Russian invasion that he expects will cause more problems and could potentially lead to broader panic in markets. And he's seeing this as a major, uh, a major trans transformational event. And so some pretty dire forecasts there. Unfortunately, I have yet to receive the recording 
and there was no media coverage, and I was too focused on moderating the panel to make copious mental notes of what he said. But the gist of it is that Russia will become is becoming a pariah state, and this will have second order effects and will bring down a major financial institution or another institution in the West, which will then cause chaos. And I asked him where we might look for that, and he mentioned European financials. Remember, at the start of the crisis, there was a lot of concern about Russian, Russian, about German banks and their ties to Russia. So that may be an area worth watching. Um, this, there's a lot of talk here, not just from him, about this era of globalization potentially being over. Um, we also had Larry Fink of BlackRock and Howard Marks of Oak Tree making comments to that effect this week. So that is worth talking about. We we looked at that a little bit yes we yesterday, but this this whole trend of onshoring is is not really new, and globalization being over seems a bit drastic. It's like kind of one of those things where like people said nine eleven would end irony. That didn't happen, and the COVID pandemic did not end office work altogether. It certainly cut it down a bit. So I can see globalization being cut down a bit um, and being rolled back. But as far as it ending altogether, I I don't think that's very realistic. But who cares what I know? Who knows um, what's going to happen here? But it's worth keeping in mind that almost every bear market that we've experienced has been accompanied by dead cat bounces along the way, especially during the early stages. And we saw this in 2008. Remember, we had Bear Stearns' liquidation. That was in, what was it, April or May? And then a summer of relative calm before the Lehman moment in September. And then things sold off for real. The dot-com bubble had its first implosion in March of 2000. But then that, too, was followed by months of rallies. So Russia-Ukraine could be like uh, one of these, or it could be a buying opportunity like the COVID spring of 2020. We'll just have to see. Nobody knows exactly because nobody can see into the future. Humans do not have that capacity, no matter what they may claim. There are only educated guesses. So do your own research, but also make your own decisions. That's my message to you as it is every day today. That's where we are this Friday. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And this post is free, so please do share it with all of your friends and family and everybody else you can think of. No, I'm kidding. Don't spam people. But if you think it's worth sharing, by all means, do so. And remember, you can share your thoughts with me, too, by replying to the email you have received or emailing contrarianpod at gmail.com. With that, I wish you a happy and healthy weekend and look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Bye.